0: Welcome to the Bible Breakdown. It's a black man and woman in America who no longer identify as believers. This show contains adult languages, themes, and isn't meant for children. As black people, we respect the history of the black church in America, but its current state is massively abusive, and we think the Bible might be part of the problem. Listen and let us know what you think. Peace. Okay, I'm Kat.
1: And I am T. T.
0: This is the Bible breakdown. We're back this we week. Are. Yes. With more Bible and Happy Pride, if it's still pride. And if it's not still pride, Happy Pride still.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: wow. Well. Um do you want to catch everybody up on what happened last time?
1: Uh last time we did Thirteen to fifteen, so that would have been um, some various offerings Some spies were sent to Canaan. The people rebelled, um, although, as I recall, it wasn't much of a rebellion. Um, that was the most, and then there was penalty for violating the Sabbath.
0: All right, was it? Was it death?
1: Uh, if you're a woman.
0: Um. No, it was a man.
1: Oh yeah, he got stoned. He
0: collecting sticks. Dude, yeah, and they ca- and stoned him to death yeah. for working on the Sabbath. But wouldn't stoning somebody be work too? Like you could make the case more work than picking up sticks.
1: But they, they <laughs> it seems very extreme to get stoned for picking up sticks on the Sabbath day.
0: Yeah, I mean they don't say what day it was, so maybe they waited until like the next day to do it but yeah that's where we're at so today we're going to pick it up from number 16 Revolt of Korah, Dana Dane, Dathan and Abiram alright now Korah son of Ishar son of Kolhath son of Levi along with Nate, Dathan and Abiram sons of Eliab and On son of Peleth, descendants of Reuben, took 250 Israelite men, leaders of the congregation, chosen from the assembly, well-known men, and they confronted Moses. They assembled against Moses and against Aaron and said to them, You have gone too far. All the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. So why then do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the Lord? When Moses heard it, he fell on his face. And he said to Korath and all his company in the morning, the Lord will make known who is his and who is holy and who will be allowed to approach him. The one whom he will choose, what he will allow to approach him. Do this, take censers, Korath and all your company, and tomorrow put fire in them and lay incense on them before the Lord and the man whom the Lord chooses shall be the holy one. You Levites have gone too far. Then Moses said to Korah, Hear now, you Levites. Is it too little for you that the Lord of Israel has separated you from the congregation of Israel to allow you to approach him in order to perform the duties of the Lord's tabernacle and to stand before the congregation and serve them? He has allowed you to approach him. And all your brother Levites with you, yet you seek the priesthood as well. Therefore, you and all your company have gathered together against the Lord. What is Aaron that you rail against him? Moses sent for Dathan and Abiram, sons of Eliab. But they said, we will not come. It is too little that you have brought us out, up out of the land flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, that you must also lord it over us. It is clear you have not brought us into the land flowing with milk and honey or given us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Would you put out the eyes of these men? We will not come. Moses was very angry and said to the Lord, Pay no attention to their offering. I have not taken one donkey from them, and I have not harmed any one of them. And Moses said to Korah, As for you and all your company, be present tomorrow before the Lord and... You, and they, and Aaron, and let each one of you take his censer and put incense in it. And each one of you present his censer before the Lord. Two hundred fifty censers, you also, and Aaron, each his censer. So each man took his censer, and they put fire in the censers and laid incense on in them. And they stood at the entrance of the tent of meeting with Moses and Aaron. Then Corinth assembled the whole congregation against them at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And the glory of the Lord appeared to the whole congregation. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, separate yourselves from this congregation so that I may consume them in a moment. They fell on their faces and said, O oh God, O oh God of the spirits of all the flesh, shall one person sin and you become angry with the whole congregation? And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, say to the congregation, get away from the dwelling of the Korath, dwellings of Korath. Dathan and Abiram. So Moses got up and went to Dathan and Abiram. The elders of Israel followed him. He said to the congregation, "Turn away from the tents of these wicked men and touch nothing of theirs, or you will be swept away for all their sins." So they got away from the dwellings of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. And Dathan and Abiram came out and stood at the entrance of the tents together with their wives, their children, and their little ones. And Moses said. This is how you shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works. It has not been of my own account. If these people die natural death or if a natural fate comes to them, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord creates something new and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them up with all that belongs to them and they go down alive into Sheol, then you shall know that these men have despised the Lord." As soon as he's finished speaking all these words, the ground other than, under them was split apart. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up along with their households, everyone who had belonged to Korath and all their goods, so that with all that belonged to them went down alive to show The earth closed over them, and they perished from the midst of the assembly. All Israel around them fled at their outcry, for they said, the earth will swallow us too. And fire came out from the Lord and consumed the 250 men offering the incense. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Tell Eleazar, son of Aaron, priest, to take the censers out of the blaze. Then scatter the fire far and wide. For the censers of these sinners have become holy at the cost of their lives. Make them into hammered plates as a covering for the altar they presented them before the Lord and they became holy thus they shall be assigned to the Israelites so Eleazar the priest took the bronze censers that had been presented by those who were burnt or who were burned and they were hammered out as a covering for the altar a reminder to the Israelites that no outsider who is not of the descendants of Aaron shall approach to offer incense before the Lord so as not to become like Korath in his company just as the Lord had said to him through Moses. On the next day, however, the whole congregation of the Israelites rebelled against Moses and Aaron saying, you have killed the people of the Lord. And when the congregation had assembled against them, Moses and Aaron turned toward the tent of meeting, the cloud had covered it and the glory of the Lord appeared. Then Moses and Aaron came to the front of the tent of meeting and the Lord spoke to Moses saying, get away from this congregation so that I may consume them in a moment. And they fell on their faces. Moses said to Aaron, take your censer, put fire on it from the altar and lay incense on it and carry it quickly to the congregation and make atonement for them. For wrath has gone out from the Lord, the plague has begun. So Aaron took it as Moses had ordered and ran into the middle of the assembly where the plague had already begun among the people. He put on the incense and made atonement for the people he stood between the dead and the living, and the plague was stopped. But those who died by the plague were 14,700, besides those who died in the affair of Korah. When the plague was stopped, Aaron returned it to Moses at the entrance of the tent of meeting.
1: Whew! That was a lot. Um.
0: I mean, yeah. I agree with you. What did? What was your big takeaway from that? Because there was a lot of action beats in this one. You got to say, like, there wasn't. This one wasn't just listing inventory.
1: Mm, I would say that. Um, I you you go ahead and lead because one is not gonna you gotta, be
0: Okay, so it sounds like um, this is a power struggle. It reminds me a lot of maybe a scene in Game of Thrones. Um, once again. I don't know how reliable it looks like, um, Moses and Aaron, like the, uh, the Levites want a bigger cut. It sounds like, and, um, Aaron and Moses are like, how dare you? I'll show you tomorrow who God likes the most. We're going to settle this with an incense off. And, um, it's weird how like the Lord, like that just calms him down. Like incense is what it takes. Like, to me, that's weird. Um, and then it sounds like um, God swallowed up Aaron and Moses' enemies into the ground along with their families and little What's the difference between children and little ones? Were they talking about like maybe, I don't know, maybe like, I don't know.
1: Well, little, isn't little ones like maybe. more like babies?
0: Whatever it is, they're I mean, dead now uh, because those guys pissed got off so the ground just swallowed them up and all their stuff to me what's more likely if this is it all based on any real story is the Aaron Moses characters more than likely killed them and looted all their stuff um that's usually what happens in history when there's some sort of rebellion and it needs to be squashed um and they wanted to hammer out those incense things to send a message to future people who might try to rebel and be like hey Remember, this is when God set those 250, guy, or is it 250 guys on fire. So all in total, once again, God has the highest body count of anybody in the Bible. He's caught so many bodies. In this chapter alone, like, it was over 14,000. Okay, well, there was also a plague, too. Like, this was a very dense chapter. It was like a Marvel movie. They packed a lot in here. And so, like, there was a plague, and Aaron was able to stop it with incense. So if we had maybe done that at the beginning of COVID— Maybe we wouldn't be in the mess we're in now if somebody had just thought to maybe bring some incense and try to calm the Lord down. I mean,
1: who knows, man?
0: When he's having one of his
1: episodes.
0: All right. But I like your idea of plowing
1: Plowing through. through. All right. Number 17, the budding of Aaron's rod. Um, Yeah. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the Israelites and get 12 staffs from them one for each ancestral house from all the leaders of their ancestral houses. Write each man's name on his staff and write Aaron's name on the staff of Levi. For there shall be one staff for the head of each ancestral house. Place them in the tent of meeting before the covenant where I meet with you and the staff of the man whom I choose may sprout. Thus, I will put a stop to the complaints of the Israelites that they continually continually make against you. Moses spoke to the Israelites, and all their leaders gave him staffs, one for each leader. According to the ancestral houses, twelve staffs, and the staff of Aaron was among there So Moses placed the staffs before the Lord in the tent of the covenant. When Moses went into the tent of the covenant, on the next day, the staff of Aaron for the Lord of Levi had sprouted. It put forth buds, produced blossoms, and bore ripe almonds. Then Moses brought out all the staffs from before the Lord to all the Israelites, and they looked, and each man took his staff and the Lord said to Moses put back the staff of Aaron before the covenant to be kept as a warning to rebels so that you may take an end so that you may make an end of their complaints against me or else they will die Moses did so just as the Lord commanded him so he did the Israelites said to Moses we are perishing we are lost all of us are lost everyone who approaches the tabernacle of the Lord will die are we all to perish? All right. So takeaways here. Um, not clear, but it seems like the focus was definitely on Aaron's staff, uh, or, or Rod, uh, it does not seem like anybody else's stuff produced any buds, blossoms, anything like that. Am I reading that right? Am I interpreting that right?
0: Yeah. It sounds like Aaron's staff is magic. All right.
1: So that was par for the course. I mean, these guy, these two are the only ones who have a direct um, line to God. So why would anybody else's staffs, you know, produce anything?
0: I don't know why that's supposed to be a threat, though. Like, God was like, "Okay, so give everybody else their staffs back, but like keep Aaron's there so that like, as a warning to everybody also, that else." That like,
1: seems biased as shit. Like, uh, okay, I mean, maybe people in this time didn't think like we do. They didn't have the advances of education or logic or psychology. But I just feel like it, it would be a basic human interpretation to see that like, okay, every time something happens, it's only going through these guys. Why why can we not do anything without these guys? And it's just like seems very conny, um, con artist like charlatan ish.
0: Well, I agree. Um, once again, they have the priesthood. like we we assign all this like mystical stuff to priesthood, but it's just some guy saying he's a priest. Like that's what it comes down to. There's nothing magical that happens to these people. They just pretend to have answers. And um and once again, not only do they pretend to have answers, they also will kill people who ask questions like buck up against them yeah because like i said this is when people have like it sounds like there have been people who've been like hey aren't we all holy doesn't god like appearing to all of us or something like because everything that, that's the other thing too in the other chapters where it's like the presence of the lord came and come the congregation it's like well why doesn't god still do that like just to kind of prove he's real because to me that's always been the this this god that Moses is describing to me doesn't seem very real like once again he could exist just in Moses's head
1: mm. I agree fun to think about uh, I mean i let me take that back I could see your point um, yeah Thank I, you. see your point. <sighs> I don't really have anything to add you got a lot right now so I'll just go ahead and let you knock that out for numbers 18
0: Thank you. <clears throat> Numbers eighteen. Oh, I've, we didn't say it at the top of the episode. This, we're reading the new revised standard version. Yeah. Um, in case, in case you guys want to read along at home, I don't know why you would. <clears throat> responsibility of priests and Levites. The Lord said to Aaron, "You and your sons and your ancestral house with you shall bear responsibility for offenses connected with the sanctuary." While you and your sons alone shall bear responsibility for offenses connected with the priesthood. So bring with you also your brothers of the tribe of Levi, your ancestral tribe, in order that they may be joined to you and serve you while you and your sons with you are in front of the tents of the covenant. They shall perform duties for you and for the whole tent, but they must not approach either the utensils of the sanctuary or the altar. Otherwise, both they and you will die. They are attached to you in order to perform the duties of the tent of meeting. For all the service of the tent, no outsider shall approach you. You yourself shall perform the duties of the sanctuary and the duties of the altar, so that the wrath may never come again upon the Israelites. It is I who now take your brother Levites from among the Israelites. They are now yours as a gift, dedicated to the Lord, to perform the service of the tent of meeting. But you and your sons with you shall diligently perform your priestly duties and all that concerns the altar and areas behind the curtain. I will give your priesthood as a gift. Any outsider who approaches shall be put to death. The priest portion. The Lord spoke to Aaron. I have given you charge of the offering made to me all the holy gifts of the Israelites I have given them to you and your sons as a priestly portion Do you in perpetuity. This shall be yours in the most holy things, reserved from the fire. Every offering of theirs that they render to me as most holy thing, whether grain offering, sin offering, or guilt offering, shall belong to you and your sons. As a most holy thing, you shall eat it. Every male may eat it. It shall be holy to you. This is also yours. I have given to you together with your sons and daughters as a perpetual due, whatever is set aside from the gifts of all the elevation offerings of the Israelites. Everyone who is cleaning your house may eat them all the best of the oil and all the best of the wine and of the grain. The choice produce that they give to the Lord I have given to you. The first fruits of all that is in their land which they bring to the Lord shall be yours. Everyone who is cleaning your house may eat of it. Every devoted thing in Israel shall be yours. The first issue of the womb of all creatures, human and animal, <laughs> human and animal, which is offered to the Lord shall be yours. But the firstborn of human beings you shall redeem, and the firstborn of unclean animals you shall redeem. Their redemption price reckoned from one month of age you shall fix at five shekels of silver according to the shekel of the sanctuary, that is twenty garas. But the first newborn of a cow, or the first newborn of a sheep, or the firstborn of a goat, you shall not redeem, they are holy. You shall dash their blood on the altar, and shall turn their fat into smoke as an offering by fire for a pleasing odor to the Lord. But their flesh shall be yours, just as the breast that is elevated and as the right thigh are yours. All the offerings that the Israelites present to the Lord I have given to you together with your sons and daughters as a perpetual due. It is a covenant of salt forever before the Lord for you and your descendants as well. Then the Lord said to Aaron, You shall have no allotment in their land, nor shall you have any share among them. I am your share and your possession amongst the Israelites to the Levites have given every tithe in Israel for a possession in return for the service that they perform service in the tent of meeting from now on the Israelites shall no longer approach the tent of meeting or else they will incur guilt and die but the Levites shall perform the service of the tent of meeting and they shall bear responsibility for their own offenses it shall be a perpetual state throughout your generations but among the Israelites they shall have no allotment Because I have given to the Levites as their portion, the tithe of the Israelites, which they have set apart as an offering to the Lord. Therefore, I have said of them that they shall have no allotment amongst the Israelites. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, You shall speak to the Levites, saying, When you receive from the Israelites the tithe that I have given you from them your portion, you shall set apart an offering from it to the Lord, a tithe of the tithe it shall be reckoned to you as your gift same as the grain of the threshing floor and the fullness of the wine press thus you shall also set apart an offering to the lord from all the tithes that you receive from the israelites and from them you shall give the lord's offering to the priest aaron out of all the gifts up to you you shall set apart every offering due to the lord the best of all of them is part to be consecrated say to them when you have set apart the best of it then the rest shall be reckoned to the lord then the rest shall be reckoned to the levites as produce of the threshing floor and as produce of the wine press you may eat it in any place you and your households for it is your payment for your service in the tent of meeting you shall incur no guilt by reason of it when you have offered the best of it but you shall not profane the holy gifts of the Israelites on pain of death
1: what okay yeah um so am I interpreting it right it just again sounds like they're getting a lot of people to give them stuff um that wouldn't be theirs and they're putting it under the guise of you know this is what god wants and it seems That's like the priests get hearing. the the line share
0: yes yes it does the priest and um all their kids um God really wants them to have this stuff. forever. You know, once again, it's just interesting to me what gets picked out of the Bible to be followed because like the Lord is saying we're supposed to do this forever. Yeah. But the way it was explained to me when I was growing up is that that was the old covenant. Like God got tired of that. That's why he sent Jesus and Jesus is the new covenant. So we don't have to do all of this stuff anymore because we murdered that guy that one time.
1: Yeah, well, we got a long way to get to Jesus.
0: Yeah, but to me, none of this makes sense. So the fact that like Jesus had to come in and clean it up makes even less sense.
1: He was the amendment.
0: Yeah, and once again, why so much death and killing? Like, I just, that's just the only way to get the, the incense. Like to me, once again, that's like, just so weird. Like that calms the Lord down every time. He needs to smell the fat and the incense.
1: You know, I feel like it's just um, a part of the laws of our nature, given our
0: human nature. Well,
1: I didn't want to say human because God's not really human, but
0: I think He's a human creation. So,
1: yeah, no, I mean, I wouldn't argue that per se, Um, but I don't know. I just think it's very of man to be that given. The context of everything that's happening in the United States and has been happening, and yeah, so we are bloodthirsty.
0: Yeah, a little bit, and once again, no female leadership.
1: Oh no.
0: I mean I just feel like it's nothing wrong with it's not like I would just want all women in charge I think there should just be men and women and everything in between in charge at some point like we shouldn't exclude one you know gender expression from leadership
1: I would agree with that Um, I, I don't really have anything to put with that I would just agree um, okay, great. <laughs> I guess we can go into um I want to shout out this movie um by Alex Garland. I believe his name is. Let me just make sure I got it right
0: <laughs> Well, are you doing that? oh yeah. um next week on our next time on the bible breakdown we're gonna there's gonna be a bronze serpent. There's gonna be a red cow and there's gonna be waters and Edom and Aaron spoiler, Aaron's gonna die.
1: Finally. Um Yeah. All right.
0: And it's probably gonna be really hard for God because he really seems to like that dude.
1: Yeah. King
0: Like he gets to be the priest. King
1: Og is apparently getting defeated too.
0: Oh, good In he King, probably doesn't kill animals the right way thinking
1: shiian so um anyway shout out to Alex Garland um he made the movie uh he directed Ex Machina before um oh. which is a 2015 sci-fi film i want to say it's 2015 i could be wrong um but he it was very recently very interesting just um wrote and directed a movie called Men and man hmm. it is it is uh
0: Is it in theaters? It is
1: in theaters. I saw it Wednesday. I heard actually X my goodness twenty fourteen. I heard okay. that a lot of men do not like this film and when I saw it I can see why they don't. It is a um a very what's the word? Um thought provoking cinematic experience of the critique of the shortcomings of men Um, Hmm. and in how it is how they project onto women or in the case of this film a particular woman who is the the representation of how all women feel um it's one of those definitely you have to think about what every scene means, type of film. So, if you're just somebody who needs a narrative to be exactly straightforward, it might not be for you. But if you are able to think outside the box a little bit, I would say go see this film. It was fabulous. I feel like I, I'm okay with abstract thought. Um, I mean, sometimes you know it escapes me. So, yeah. But I would, uh, I would definitely say. Like all right do you want to do a
0: review on it i want to oh you've got me intrigued
1: oh uh, yeah we can do one um next time but okay. i just wanted to promote that uh by the time this That's comes out up. this might not be in theaters but hey look up your local streaming service or yeah apple tv you can buy it there um or wherever you get your movies
0: i felt like um ex machina kind of touched on this sort of male fragility like the fact that he was like trying to make these perfect female companions and they still hated him.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, I guess that could be a thing too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got from it. Um but um yeah, thanks for um thanks for taking time out to do this today. You're welcome. And um thank you everyone for listening. Um Reach out to us on Bible Breakdown Podcast at gmail.com and um, we look forward to hearing from you. Do you have anything else to?
1: Yeah, just thanks again, everyone. Um, these last few chapters, I feel like I've just been trying to plow through. So I've been, I feel like I say pretty much the same thing every book. So it gets hard to try to reinvent something to add towards these stories because it just feels. My my feelings have not changed, and the material doesn't vastly change either. So anyway, kudos to uh, <laughs> my co-host Cat for still being able to find things to say. Because I'm
0: oh yeah, my big problem is shutting up about it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, all right. Next time, you guys. Peace. All right. Bye.